No. No other languages? No. No? no. None? Nothing? Bonjour. French? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Was it you took Spanish? Did you take Spanish in high school? Um, if we can consider it that, I failed it really hard. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, I don't like being put under pressure to learn a language. Like, oh, no, that's understandable. Yeah, I gotta learn it at my own pace, and, like, that's just not how it happens in high school language classes. That's true. So, I mean, I know I could get myself food and something to eat or drink, or, you know, like, I could get around, kind of, if I needed to in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I can understand very minimal things. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably be fine, but I, yeah, no. I failed. I bombed Spanish just as hard as I did algebra, so. I'm like that with French. Like, I took four years of it, and I just wound up hating my teacher. She was the same teacher that had been teaching me since eighth grade. Mm. But for some reason, like, the more into French you got, the worse she was. Odd. She was a bitch, to put it lightly. So, and she would just, like, say really passive-aggressive comments, like, personal comments that a teacher is not supposed to say to a student. So, people, once they hit a certain point, if they weren't into it enough to take independent study, then they would just leave French because she was such an asshole. That's so, like, weird. I'm kind of the same way where I could get around if I wanted to, and I can still somewhat read and understand, comprehend, mm. but I was mostly, like, I was good at French except for writing. I could not write French. I could understand, read, talk somewhat I'm yeah. not really good about talking. If I can understand you that's enough for me. Right. But yeah. That's weird because you would think as the teacher even if say you didn't go into the independent study part of it, like she would want to still encourage you anyway. And maybe that would make you go, "You know what? Maybe I will try it." Yeah, she is she was um she was a weird one. I can't say any names, but it's not like anybody would know her anyway because I'm from a small ass town. But Still. I learned I learned today and I already knew this. I paused it, I'm sorry. I learned today that you don't put things on the internet that you don't expect people from where I'm from to find. Regardless of if anybody from there knows what you're doing. Because like huh? people from people from where I'm from know that I'm doing this podcast, but it's not, like, a major thing. Right. To where everyone would be like, oh, she's doing a podcast, or all she's doing is talking about K-pop boys, like, whatever, that's, I'm a nerd. Right. Kind of expected. Right. Well, in a group chat with me and Caitlin and um, Dakota, we found out that a person I went to high school with from way back when um, was actually a gay porn star, and apparently... No one really from Fallerville knew. Oh shit. <laughs> well, Whoops. no one. No one's gonna know anyway. What that? I mean, like, if you're that curious, look it up. Whatever. I don't care. Um, someone from Fallerville is a gay porn star, and their brother spread it around because what? he found an email from one of the companies and was just like, "Yeah, my brother is a gay porn star," and like literally talked about it to all of his friends. So it spread like that through my town and everyone knew about it i didn't that's insane i learned about that today weird. and i was like what the fuck that's wild yeah that's weird especially it being his brother yeah you would think but i mean i feel like not even to that extent if i did something but like 
my brother would be so uncomfortable about right not even that right no one would ever know I know and right? anyone who did know would probably disappear right <laughs> it's like I yeah so <laughs> I've just learned I mean like I wasn't gonna go in that direction anyway but if yeah, I ever wanted still, to it's definitely not gonna happen now yeah no thanks uh uh-uh. uh that's weird it gets out though no matter what like even even before his brother said anything people had already known yeah so I mean it just made it worse when his brother was like hello guess what my brother does and I was like holy shit that's crazy well good for them yeah yeah so anyways we're back again with another hit I have to say something go on super M keeps dropping shit and I have exercised an enormous amount of self self control have you no To not watch certain things. Mm. I did watch one thing, but like the big trailers, I haven't. So like the group trailer, I didn't watch yet. I will just, I'd like to put out there that I have more self-control because I didn't watch anything. Yeah, well, not all of us can be lazy, so. Well, you should try. (laughs) It's great. Whatever. (laughs) I'm going to put it on immediately. I saw somebody blog their Twitter. Which one watching first? Um, let's watch the group trailer first. Oh, yeah, the group trailer. So, can we just talk about how, was it the day after we did last week's cast that the group trailer dropped and we were both like, what the fuck? Yes, we were very upset about it. Yeah. Like, shit, you're telling me I have to wait a whole other week for this? Yep. But we did it for you. We did it for you, the four of you that listen to us. We did it for you. I'm not sure why we did it for you, because it's not like you're going to watch it anyway, but (laughs) we still did it for you, so we're turning it on. Yes. This is already interesting. First of all, all of their looks. Like, I've seen all the... the, Oh, um, hi. Hello. Okay. Hi, Taman. I'm really into his look for this. I know. Hey, man, needs to go somewhere. Boy. Far away from me. Hello, Ten. Ten. Hello, Ten. How are you? The Why two of them look together the look so good. I'm into it. I think that's the concept photo that I sent you where yeah, I was like, why is. does it look like Taemin just has dark hair behind Mark him? Mark and his little baby face need to go somewhere. I know. <laughs> Get your face out of my face, Mark. <gasps> baby! He's got orange hair! That can with his orange hair. He's got orange hair! Look- him and Mark look really good together, though. And they do. I can't live life with his orange hair and the blue contacts. I'm gonna fight him if I ever see him in real life. <laughs> Ooh, hi. That blue hair looks really good I on him. Know. Oh, I just realized his eyebrows are blue, too. Hi. hi. Why are you always in crop tops, honey? I don't care. I don't, but Put like... Put the man in crop tops. Ever since... Tempo. He's just always been in a crop top. And I'm so okay with that. Lucas. Lucas, what are you doing? His ears. He's so cute. He is so cute. Like, he's he's sexy, but, like, he's cute more than anything to me. They look so good. Okay, you know... I'm so excited for this. I am too, but you know what? I have, like, high hopes because... I just want them to tell me, I know that they're like the Avengers of K-pop or whatever, and we've discussed that before, but excuse me, I didn't ask for this to change. Um, I just want to know, like, 
if that's the route that they're going, are do they have superpowers? Like, is that what all of the trailers for individually? And I want to know what they are. Okay, here's my thought on that. Okay, tell me. We know those of us who have stand EXO or even are like kind of casual fans of EXO know that that's like a whole thing when it comes to EXO. Like right. they come from a different planet. They have like superpowers or like just weird powers, whatever yeah. the case may be. So I feel like because they have members of EXO in this group, that would be a really kind of like cheesy thing to do to make them superheroes kind of yeah but wasn't that their whole shtick i really don't know what the point of calling them the avengers of k-pop was i honestly don't get that i think i i think i theorized at some point that it was to combat how everyone is always like not to say that they're going against BTS in any way, but I'm just saying, I feel like that was SM Town's way of being like, they're not the only ones. Like, we have a whole group of people right here from other groups that are also just as good, and we're putting them together, and we're going to show you that but we can then, make a super group, but... But then my thought behind that is, okay, but they are already in groups of their own, so why couldn't they do that in their own groups? We don't have time to unpack all that. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, if, like, your talent is that great... You're not wrong. Then why couldn't they bolster their own groups that way? Why do you have to pull them away from where they were to put them somewhere else in order for them to be great? Because SM is edgy and bitchy. I mean, bitchy is a word. SM is like the Regina George of <laughs> K-pop right now. <laughs> You're not wrong. And I'm not saying Super M. I'm saying SM, the fucking company. Yeah. You're not wrong. Thank you. Um. So, oh, can we talk about... Okay, we so we know that Super M's first single is going to be... Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I okay. It's gonna be a song titled "Dropping," which I just the title alone <laughs> makes me not want to hear it. Like, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you ever hear something and it just sounds so ugh yeah. that you're just like, you know what? I'm good. Well, the worst is that they described it. They, like, uh. broke down what the word is. It's jumping and popping at the same time. And I was like, first of all, what? And second of all, why would you ever explain it that way? Why would you ever? That sounds awful. It probably looks awful. I'm so scared for this. Like, don't ruin this. Please don't ruin this. Um, And the music videos, like, they have concept photos uh, yeah. that were stills from it. Yeah, and I saw... Kai is in a fucking helicopter, and, like, Lucas is front of this, in front of this, like, weird army vehicle, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? Because they're the Avengers. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, because I'm mad late for everything in life, I just watched Endgame yesterday. You did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit late. I mean, I what, mean... it came out in, like, April? May? A long time ago. March? A long time April, ago. April, I think. Yeah. I mean, I already knew it was going to happen anyway because I'm the type of po person that spoils things for myself. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you live your life like that. I did it even in the movie because there was a part that was, like, I didn't understand. So I pulled my phone out and just Googled it. Okay, well, 
spoilers, so like stop listening or skip ahead if you haven't seen Endgame, but I want to know what you're talking about. Please discuss. So, I wasn't understanding when they jump through all those hoops to go through time to collect the stones and then bring them back, and then they took them back, and then I was like, but wait a minute, is Gamora still dead? Like, what's happening? Because now... Black Widow died for the Soul Stone, so does yeah, that undo die, Gamora? No. no. That's what I wanted to know because I was confused, yeah. so I just had to Google it while I was watching the movie because I was like, this is stupid. If you die from the Soul Stone, from what I understand, your death is permanent. Mm-hmm. No matter what, like, nothing can bring you back. Right. So, I feel like I was upset about that one, too. And also, Chris Hemsworth with dreads is a look. I wasn't mad. Okay. I wasn't mad. Okay. That beard could have gone somewhere completely else, but (laughs) his little ratty dread hair, I was like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I was into it. Okay. And I'm usually not into, like, we've talked about this. We usually have the same feeling about white people with dreads. We usually have the same feeling in general about people. But yeah. Yeah, but specifically white people with dreads. We yeah. Have, we have shared the same thought on that, which is don't. It's awful. It's horrible. Stop. They look like Grinch fingers. <laughs> Do they not? They got to look like <laughs> I need you to get out of my house. <laughs> no, you're not wrong, but like... So the Grinch, like Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Whichever version of The Black. Grinch you want to talk about, it, they got Grinch fingers hanging off their scalp. <laughs> I am not okay with it. I pictured it, and then alongside of it, pictured salad fingers. And oh. I was like, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm still not okay with that description. <laughs> you're right. It's accurate. Yeah. But it just personally hurt my soul. Look up any white dude that's ever had dreads and look at his dreads. They look like full-blown Grinch fingers. (laughs) So. I mean. Should we watch the Super M performance video with Ten and Taemin and Kai? I think we should. Is Kai gonna have on a crop top? (laughs) I don't think so. Alright, let's go ahead. So yeah, this is is the... uh, the performance video for Jopping. No. Is it not? Wait. No. Oh, oh, oh. It this just is... says Super M performance video. Ten what are they performing? I don't know. I'm sure it's Jopping, but they didn't say specifically that it is. Okay. Well, we'll go with that. They dropped something else literally like two hours ago, too, and I just can't find it. So let me find it, and then we'll watch it right after this. The only reason I asked, though, is because I'm looking at this, and it says Super M unveils individual still cuts from Jopping MV for Lucas, Ten, and Kai. Yeah, but that's Lucas Tenenkai. This is a performance video. I mean, I'm just saying. I've seen the concept photos. Yeah, I've seen and the all stills. of them. I saw them all. Well, even if I haven't seen all of them, I saw most of them on Instagram. I don't know how to feel about his. Okay, well, I like the background music. Yeah. Like, if this is what the album sounds like, I'm I will excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, we talked about this, not so much on the podcast. I think we did mention it about how City Lights, we wanted some of that influence to go into this. 
honestly, after watching this, because I already did, I'm sorry, I just really, I needed something. I needed something. Uh -huh, uh -huh, after uh -huh. watching this and you get to Taemin's part, it really sounds like it has a heavy City Lights with a Taemin influence on it. I like and that. that makes me excited for it. Yeah, I like that. So I really hope that like the title of the track and that it was just, just goes away. It was just a bad title choice. I hope that's I what hope it is. I hope so too. That it's just or, you a know bad what? title even choice. If, even if the song sucks, like I just hope the rest of the album is good, you know? Yeah. Because I have, when you pre-save the album, which I did on iTunes, um, let me go to it. It tells you all of the track names before Yeah, released. it does that on Google Play on the ones that you can do that with on Google Play. And really, the only one that looks kind of weird is Jopping. His eyes look weird in this. I'm sorry. It's yeah, they picked the wrong contacts for him. Yeah. And then this man Like I think the color of them is pretty, but I think the like how yeah. they look. Yeah. This man's hurt my whole ass soul in this video, but his dancing was a little weird. Like, I know he's a dance king and everything, but yeah. I was still like, this is a little She's talking weird. about Taemin, just yeah, by I'm the way, sorry. for anyone who hasn't it's seen Taemin. it yet. It's Taemin. Well, yeah, I don't know. But, like, look at this. Doesn't this give you, like, uh, Boy Meets Evil vibes? I was just thinking See? that, and I wasn't going to say it. But that's why I'm excited for it, because I'm like, it's got to be good. It's, yeah. It just has to be good. If it's not good, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But do you see what I mean? Like, he's, it's kind of weird, right? Well, like, because he's trying to... I'm not even that he's trying, because he is succeeding in, like, the kind of, like, pop and lock type moves that he's doing. Right. It's just... Don't look at me like that, sir. To be fair, I've never seen Taemin dance like this, so that's why it's, like, odd to me. Because usually right. when he dances, he's a lot more, like, smooth and fluid with it's his sensual. movement. Yeah, it's yeah. very... It's rough. Yeah. But it's supposed to be. So he's... I mean, he's doing it the way he's supposed to. Oh, yeah. It just isn't what you're used to seeing from him, I guess. It reminds me of Hobie's style of dancing, and I feel like that looks weird on Taemin, just because we're so used to him being, like, Jimin, very fluid mm. and very sensual, and I know that I'm comparing them a lot. But they're friends, so it works. Yeah. Oh, baby Kai. Kai's hair. Kai's whole life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also that. Every time Kai has silver or blonde hair, I feel like I can't look at him for long periods <laughs> of time, because it's literally painful. I liked his background music the most. Because it was very Kai. It is very Kai so far. And I like the blue tint over his, like it seems less serious than everyone else's. You know what his dancing in this reminds me of? Hmm. It was a performance from one of EXO's concerts and it was at the end of Artificial Love where Kai and Lei danced with each other but blindfolded oh that's what this makes me think of i'm just curious like i wonder if these are beats mixed just for them for the performance videos or if it's from like instrumentals it kind of seems like it was just made for this i think so too. because but if this is the style that we get out of the album, I'm I excited. So. Yeah, because it's very, like, you still have that pop element, but it's very R&B. Oh. Color Hello. change. 
See, the thing that I really like about what they're doing I love them, him in high-waisted pants. Just, I mean, I know those aren't high-waisted. It's just a cummerbund, but, like, he could pull that off because his no, waist is can. so tiny. Yeah. The thing that I really like about them, and I've been re-watching all of the trailers that we've seen so far, is the color play. Yeah. Because they, they have a lot in their colors. Who told him he could look into the camera like that? I don't know, but I'm as upset about it as you are. <laughs> Can we also... This is just a thing that has always bothered me from the beginning of time when it comes to, like, idols in general. Okay. Those chunky fucking church shoes that they're always <laughs> dancing in. Please help me. I just hate it so much. I also, yeah. Because they'll have on a really nice outfit and then those shoes are at the bottom and it just ruins the whole outfit for me. Can we talk about, there's, they're much better footwear choices, boys. Also, yeah, that, there's <laughs> that. Um, you could even wear sneakers with some of the, like, outfits that you wear and it yeah. doesn't have to be those rubber sold chunky church shoes yeah they're they're pretty awful <laughs> please find alternative yeah footwear please um this still image of lucas from from the jumping music video what the fuck is he wearing it's like, um it's like it's pink, pink camo and, pink and brown cow print is what it looks like more so than camo because camo has yeah. more print to it that looks like cow. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not about mad. It. I mean... I am. How are you not mad? Because I can just look around that and look at him, so... I mean, that's fair. I'm not saying he looks bad. I'm just saying I don't understand it, and I'm slightly upset. I mean... I'm a little offended. If we're talking about questionable fashion choices, K-pop is the epicenter of questionable fashion choices. That's very true. Also, I'm so confused. Everyone has so many different colors in their hair. Like, what... Pick one. <laughs> Please. Pick one. I mean... Like, Taemin's concept photos had blue hair, but he has blonde and everything else. Yeah. Which one of them had green... Somebody had green hair at some point. Somebody did have green hair. Who was it? It was either Ten or Taeyong had green hair. It was Taeyong. Okay. It was Taeyong. And then Baekhyun was, like, blonde in the beginning, I think. Or, like, blondish or a sandy brown anyway. Yeah. And now he has orange hair, so. Yeah. It was like, it kind of almost looked like he had pink in his hair and he would just let it fade out. Yeah. I swear to God, they posted something else and I don't know what it is. I mean, we could just watch that group trailer again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to SM Town's YouTube account because it looks like they didn't post it on their Twitter yet, which is weird. Um, yeah, SM is really weird about how they post things to social media. That's awkward. Do, 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 do. Oh! I, see, that's what I was talking about. The teaser for that was out. That's what I was talking about the before. Teaser. That's what I thought the performance video was, was the teaser for that. No, not yet. Is there anything else? No. no. Okay, it's just dumb billboard. Alright, we're gonna watch the dropping MV teaser because... While we're here, we might as well. After this short, unsponsored ad that I hope you can't hear. Okay, cool, you can't. This looks like... This better be good, bro. This looks like the group trailer, kind of. This is very superhero-y. Yeah. This is so superhero-y, and I don't know how to feel about it. 
already. <laughs> I, it was 30 seconds and I need to watch it again. I don't like it. Nope, we have to watch it again. No. I didn't understand a single bit of that. Oh my god. Don't panic yet. I'm panicking. Don't panic yet. I'm upset. Don't panic yet. I feel like they're just using superhero music. Although, Tame in those the red song, pants. Bitch. No, it's not. Shh. Don't say that. Oh, no. I'm so mad. I'm <laughs> so mad. I'm so oh, God. Mad. I hate it. Oh, no. I hate it so much. I hate it so much that I think I'm fucking up my eyeliner. I hate it that much. <laughs> oh, God. I liked the way that he looked. I like the way that they look. Visuals. But that's it. Hold on. Hold on. The instrumental is released on Apple. I don't know if it is on anything else. Oh, wait, no, shit. Oh, my God. I just... I can't stand the rain instrumental is released. This is so weird. That was an interesting transition. I just... Just... I, you know what? I'm done. This yeah. is weird. <laughs> Listen. It's the fourth, right? Yeah. So how many days is that? Let's see. Tomorrow we have until the, the fourth to prepare ourselves. It I'm... comes out... It comes out on Friday, so you know we have to do a cast on Friday. Oh my God! I just yeah. I we're gonna have able. to do we're gonna have to do like a first listen cast on Friday. You're gonna make me wait a whole like fifteen hours yeah. when that drops. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to be disappointed, and I already am. Well, then you have nothing to worry about. I have everything to worry about. <laughs> I just want it to be good. Well, if that MV teaser was anything to go by... It's not gonna be. I am upset already. Like, Do you know, do you know what it gave me? It gave me Transformers vibes. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry oh, for saying crap. that, but it's so true. Was I, it not? Am I wrong? Are you going to tell me that I'm wrong? You're not. Okay. Completely wrong. No, I'm not wrong at all. Um, I have many emotions about this right now, and none of them that I feel like I can delve into without completely rambling for the next 40 years of my life. So, I'm just going to wait until the 4th. I'm holding, I'm still withholding judgment. Like, I judged that pretty hard. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to withhold judgment for, you know, the rest of this in hopes that we're just wrong. I uh, In hopes really that hope we took this the wrong way and we're wrong. I hope we are too, but I kind of feel like we aren't. I feel like I would be very disappointed because they have all the makings of something that could be amazing. And if they fuck it up, I'm going to be really mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I know you said that even if it's bad, you're still gonna buy an album. I really don't think I'll be able to. After it depends. That. It depends. It depends. It depends on the rest of the album. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm still gonna have it on my Google Play anyway. But to actually buy the physical album and shit, like, I'm really not sure. <laughs> 
I don't think so. I think I would be out at that point. <laughs> but, well, you know, I have worse songs on my playlist, so we'll see. Well, we're holding out hope. We're holding out lots of things. I thoroughly enjoy the, the chaos that this is bringing me on a daily basis, though, because it seems like they're giving a shit every day, and I'm always like, could you stop? Because I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I, um... You're getting me excited. You're gonna crush my entire hopes and dreams. Speaking of things that, um... Things that were way disappointing. Huh. Chicken noodle soup. I... Nope. You're alone on that one. I guess. You're way alone on that one. But I think it's because I remember the original. I And I loved it so much. And also, I'm kind of just like, meh, about Becky G. I don't know why I like it. And I felt like the remake of it was... Anybody who listens, anyone who knows me, knows how much I love Hobie. And I just can't get into it. Like, I cannot. I I like it. I think it's cool. I'm I'm glad for everyone who's, like, way into it. But I'm just like, "Mm." I'm the only one out of our friends that really likes it and thinks that it was awesome. But I don't know. I remember and y'all can't the, see my face, but... I remember the original song, too. Though, like, I remember growing up with that, and I remember being like, this is fucking bomb, but... Yeah. So I didn't really know what they were talking about until it got into the chorus, and I was like, oh, bitch, I know this song. Like, yeah. I remember this. Okay, I get it now. And I think I just like what he did with it more than anything else, because he... They both wrote their own parts. Right. Together, though. Like, right. they wrote it together, and... He worked really hard on it. He gave it really good representation, I feel he like. He did, and, I like, that's not the part that I'm, like, no, I going know. against. I mean, I think that... I mean, you can tell that they worked really hard, and they tried to make it their own and stuff. I just... I like the original, and I'm just... I don't know. Just something about this one. I'm just like, I mean, good for y'all, but I, I don't... I'm good. In my opinion, this is what I want to see when they collaborate with someone, though. No, I feel that. I, because you can tell that it wasn't a quote-unquote collaboration of we did this song and then we just want this other other artist to just write a verse so we can stick it in there. You can tell that they did it together and that's the thing that we talked about when they talk about doing collabs with rest, Western artists. That's what we wanted to see. Right. So I feel that. I'm like totally on board with that. I just think the song as a whole I was like not into. So That's understandable. Yeah. I just feel like boy with love would have been bigger and more accepted by the people that don't really like it so much if halsey had like her own part in it you know and i get that they usually can't because that would push someone else out of being able to do a verse well yeah because the whole line distribution thing especially when you get into groups like that that have so many members yeah Yeah. so i get it but like that's what i want to see when it comes out of collabs with them is like don't copy paste and i know it's not their fault usually it's right the artist but you know just that's that's kind of more what i want to see when another collaboration gets announced you know yeah and no i definitely was like proud of hobie for what he did like i said i'm not like a fan of becky g really but i mean good for her because you can i mean the girl works hard she does what she does i'm just not a fan yeah um and that's understandable yeah okay and so i think that they did a good job it's just not 
like my taste. It's another case of like you don't have to like everything that your favorite artist does. Yeah. That's yeah. just what it is. You don't. And that's exactly what it is. But that's the thing, and because we always bring it back to Boy with Love, that was the whole point I was trying to make with Boy with Love was like, I'm glad they did it. You can tell that they put a lot of work into it. It's just not my cup of tea. Like I'm all set on that forever. People, I think. Even though BTS has, like, an amazing discography, and I haven't ever really been able to listen to an artist's entire discography without finding something that I just didn't, like, multiple things that I just wasn't into. Right. With them, it's really only, like, two or three things. Mm. And it's, like, War of Hormone, and, I mean, I you know what? I jammed a boy with love sometimes. Sometimes. I have to be in the mood for it. It has to be just, it has to hit that. It has that, to hit you right. It has to hit that catchy part of my right, brain where I'm right. like, I just want to listen to something mind numbing for mm. a second. <laughs> That's usually what I go for. But I never listen to War of Hormone. I hate that song. War of Hormone is my jam. But see, it's okay. Yeah. Like, we're not like, Fuck you for not liking War of Hormone. Right. Fuck you for not liking Chicken Noodle Soup. I mean, it's like, oh, okay, that's not your taste. Fine, that's not your taste. But I've told you, too, I can see how War of Hormone could be annoying to someone. Like, I can it's totally so see. <laughs> I can totally see how that song would annoy someone. I just happen to like it, so. It's not something that I would show anybody when they ask me who BTS is, for right. sure. Yeah. That's how I feel about, about, um, Lord. Hmm. Blood, sweat, and tears. I never show anyone blood, sweat, and tears. Because the first impression that you get of that is, like, the dramatics. I mean, BTS is mad fucking dramatic, though. I know, but there's a... (laughs) There's a reason that there's so many fucking vampire fics out there. And it's blood, sweat, and tears. It's very aesthetic. It's it's a niche aesthetic, yeah. I feel like. And yeah. they did it. They uh, did they it really well. Worked it, but like that's not something when you say I want you to look at these people and see what you think of them, that's not going to be the first thing. To be fair, because it's not genuinely them. When people ask me, like if it is brought up in conversation ever and people ask me, well like what is it? Who are they? Like what what is it? And I get the same thing with Got 7 too. I find the most cringy crack video that I can show them and I'm like do you want to see who they actually are or do you want to see like the pretty part yeah because I can show you the pretty part yeah but like I feel like in order to stand them you have to see who they actually are and like that I liked got seven first for their mania right and idiocy and I feel like that's the thing for me I've gotten into groups because yeah of course you know you like their music yeah but then when I've seen behind the scenes type things and I've just been like oh yeah so I always say I I show people or even if it's not like a crack video or something cringy like I'll just show them like part of a run episode or something where I'm like you have to see them first because if you make up your mind about it based off of this other thing you might be doing yourself a disservice where you could probably be a fan of a new thing. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's just me. It's understandable because I feel like people people don't really care about the personality of the artist sometimes, which is understandable. Like, I don't care about the personality of every artist that I listen to. Right. I don't care about, for example, Billie Eilish. I love her discography. Mm. I don't really, like, I think she's chill, but I don't watch any, I don't go out of my way to watch anything about her and her right. personal life and her interviews and stuff like that because I just don't care that much. Mm. But other people do. And, like, same thing with bigger artists, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, all of those 
names. Mm. You can throw out any big name, and even smaller bands, too. Yeah. So it's like, you don't always have to love the personality, but with certain things, like BTS and GOT7, who have such amazing personalities, Yeah. you're right, you really would be doing a disservice to yourself if you didn't look beyond the music, too. Mm. But not even just that their music isn't good, because it is. Right. It's so good. I stand first for the music. I didn't even know what they looked like, and I clicked on one song, and I was like, um... Yeah, I like it. I just don't know what they're saying, so let me look something up so I can follow along with it and mm. better understand it. Right. Like, I loved House of Cards. That was basically what solidified how much I loved BTS for their music. Like, visually, Blood, Sweat, and Tears threw me out of the whole fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> just was like, okay, bitch, there you go. Bye. Have fun. But I really, really cared about House of Cards. I listened to that song for two and a half hours from a drive from Orlando back here I kept going back to it and I was yeah. like I don't understand what this is doing to me I don't understand <laughs> you're like I'm sinking into a very soft pit I'm not trying to fight my way out though and I didn't no. not for a while you hit that stage though you do that's where Caitlin is right now yeah like she's struggling because she doesn't want to be a part of it but she kind of has no choice at this point I feel like you still, even if you've accepted it and you're just in and you know that you're there and you're not going anywhere, I feel like you still get mad about it sometimes. <laughs> I do. I do. I got so mad last week because I was very emotional and I saw a picture of Jung's that I have never seen before and I was just like, I can't see all of a sudden and I don't know why. Why is this? What? Take it back. I don't want any of it. Take all of the music back. Take everything back. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Being a K-pop stan is upsetting on a whole level you never knew about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You get excited about the tiniest things. Really, honest. You know what? We had this conversation before you got into K-pop. Well, yeah, still before you got into K-pop. Like, you were kind of on the fringe, still kind of, like, curious about it, but, like, still trying to be, like, distant from it type mm -hmm. thing. And I think we had this conversation where I was telling you the thing that you have grown up your whole life, especially like in our culture, you've grown up your whole life thinking what we're like sexy or your impression of what is sexy is totally shifted once like you get into K-pop for some reason. It starts like, with Jimin. But not even that. I mean, like, when I say that, I mean the over-sexual sexiness, yeah. I think. Whereas now, one of them, like, shows their whole eyebrow and we all lose our minds. Like, <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, you backed a car up? Fuck me. No, right seriously. now, in the backseat of it. And it's like, and that's normal shit. I do that every day. I back up my car every day. But watching you do it really does it for so me. So it's that weird thing that your your perception of what's sexy or what's hot or what's manly or whatever totally shifts. That's very true. When you become a K-pop stan. That's very true. I would never have thought before anything that like the per, oh god, the boys wearing bunny ears. Right. Literally would not have I would've been like what the fuck? 
Like, yeah. what the fuck? And now I'm like, oh my god, do it again. Like, yes, keep them on forever. I love but, you. But yeah, it's that weird thing. Or even not even K-pop, because some people are into other forms of, like, Korean media, and it's not necessarily K-pop. Like, there are some people that get into dramas. Like, um, the first drama that I ever saw was recommended to me by a girl who doesn't even like K-pop, like, at all. She just, yeah, she just likes K-dramas and stuff like that. So she was like, hey, you should watch this. And then, like I said, I had been into K-pop before but had never watched any of the dramas. Mm -hmm. And so when she recommended that to me, and then I think at the time... This was, like, so long ago. At the time, I was way, way into Double S 501. And I was like, oh, you should... And it just so happened that one of the members of that group was in the drama that she recommended to me. Oh. And so I was like, oh, my God. Well, if you like this drama, then you... Do you listen to this group? And she was like, um, no. I don't do the whole K-pop thing. And I was like, how? (laughs) But okay. I guess. I mean, to each their own. I get it. I didn't want to get into the K-dramas either. How long did it take you to convince me to watch Goblin? Four months? A while. Four or five months? Something like that. That sounds about right, but I don't remember. And now I watch them on my own. I don't recall, though, because when... And this is with anybody, not even just you. When I kind of put something out there, like, on the table, like, Hey, friend, you should give this a try and you're in any way resistant to it, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to go back over here and mind my business and enjoy it. And if you get into it, then you do. And if you don't, then I still don't care. Bullshit, because you bullied the fuck out of me until I did. Watch Goblin? Yes. That didn't even have anything to do with... Well, no, I did, but that's because at the time, I was still watching it. it. No, I was still watching it when I tried to get you to watch it. Oh, yeah. At the time, I was still watching it, and no one else would watch it with me. And I was like, if anyone will talk to me about this, it'll be Taylor. (laughs) So, yeah, that I did. But if you think about anything else, I just kind of, like, dropped it off at your feet and then was like, well, whatever. You did that to me with Attack on Titan, too. But I watched that a lot faster than I'd I'd watched Goblin. I think it's because I got past Goblin, and then I was like, huh, everything that Lacey shows me, I pretty much like. So I should probably just start listening to her. I mean, that's... That should go for every... Everyone should just listen to me. Okay. It's true. Okay. Everyone should just listen to me. No one ever does, and then they finally do, and then they're like, hey, so remember when you said... And I'm like, yeah, I fucking remember. (laughs) What are you telling me for? I already know. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you immediately (laughs) just accepted that I wasn't into GOT7's music, though, because you showed me Hard Carry, and I was like fuck everything to do with that. Don't want anything to do with yeah. it whatsoever. And, and you were like, like okay, but look at Jackson and Jin Young being boyfriends. And I was like, okay, no, I like that. I'm into that. Right. And then you were like, okay. And just never showed me anything musically again, and I had to do all the work finding it, which is fine, because I ended up liking it a lot and, like, getting into them. Yeah. Um, and now they're, like, my second group. But it took... It took you introducing it to me and then letting me go off on my own with it. Yeah. And that's pretty much everything else, too. Like, if somebody shows me something, I don't... I'm resistant to it at first 99% of the time. Yeah. Either because I'm already focused on something else and I want to do that until I get bored, or I don't know about that thing yet. It's still new to me and I just need to take my time. I know it's there, so it's good that it's there, Mm. but I'm not ready for it yet kind of thing. I, um... 
I think I, I do that with a lot of people. Like, if you ask me about it, like, you show some sort of curiosity about it, I'll share with you what you're asking about. But then if after that you seem disinterested, I'm just like, oh, well, whatever. And, like, leave it at that because I just feel like if you're gonna like it, then you're gonna like it either in your own time or not. So. Yeah what's the big deal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I did kind of harass you about Goblin because I knew that you would like it and I was still watching it at the time and I was just like, I need someone to talk to about this and nobody, I have no one. It's okay because I harass everybody about Goblin now. I got my mom <laughs> into it and she doesn't even like watching anything like that. Yeah. My mom barely watches TV anyway and I was just like, hey, you're going to listen to this. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna listen to me. You're going to watch well, this. Well, and I told you too, after you got more into like idol groups it was interesting for me for two reasons a it was exciting because now i had someone to talk about that stuff with where right. i've literally just been in this whole k-pop world by myself i don't know for how so the long. fuck you did it because i'm annoying the shit out of everyone that i'm <laughs> friends with i'm like here this. yeah no i just kept it to myself and because nobody ever seemed interested or, like, they wanted to know or, like, they cared. So it was like, well, whatever. I'll just keep it to myself. So I was excited that you were into it because now I had someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, this is going to be... Because now I have someone who is into it and I can talk to about it but knows nothing. Yep. And I have to be that person to make you know stuff and I just didn't want to do that you did though I did it was not as horrible as I thought it was gonna be so you know how and I'm sure you've had it happen to you you're into something and then by chance someone that you're friends with whether it be because they see you being into it or they just somehow got into it on their own and you have to be their like liaison into whatever fandom it is and it kind of sucks a little bit and like makes it not fun for you yeah yeah, that's what I was worried about because I've had that happen before where I'm just like, ugh, you're just making being a fan so much work and I can't, <laughs> I can't handle it. No, yeah, I get that. I think the only part that sucked about it was that I was hesitant about certain things, but mostly it was all just like, okay, yeah, sure, bet, show me that. Okay, yeah, bet, yeah. sure. I like that too. Okay, yeah, sure, got it. But I think too... I did my own research, you, Yeah, too. you didn't make me do all the work. No. So, I appreciated that. I spent hours upon hours upon hours watching those stupid fucking YouTube videos that were like, get to know Park Jimin, get to know Kim Yu-Gyum, get to know, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, I can spend another 15 minutes just watching shit that I've never seen before. Yeah. Cool. And then you get to the point where you've seen all of it before, but you still watch it like you've never seen it anyway. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times a month that I watch, um, God, the 2016 Mama performance with Boy Meets Evil and Lie mixed together and mm. then Blood, Sweat, and Tears right after it? Mm. Do you know how many times a month I watch that? Many. Probably at least 10. <laughs> Probably at least 10. I have to watch it so that I don't panic. About? My life. Okay. It keeps me grounded. I'm like, I just need to see... Jimin dancing with a blindfold on and hitting all the same beats that Hobie's hitting. You can't even see him. And then I need to watch Blood, Sweat, and Tears right after that because why not? Because 
all the emotions. It's not getting old, but I will say I do watch Blood, Sweat, and Tears anything related in general less than I did before. Mm. Just because it's very good. But I feel like that was your introduction to you. It was. It was the era that I was most interested in because it is really fascinating. Mm. But I feel like I'm kind of... I'm more into Wings. Like, I wish that I could have come in at Wings so bad. Yeah. That's my one era that I would have been like, fuck yes, this is everything, yeah. and I'm so into it. Well, when we went to Chicago and they did that little, like, pocket of songs from Wings, and you, like, <laughs> lost your whole entire shit. I really did. <laughs> Wings was my everything. Yeah. I love that whole era, the outfits, just, like, the dramatics of it. Mm. I mean, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I know that Blood, Sweat, and Tears was part of the Wings era, but I feel like it, it's it's so different. On its own. Yeah. yeah. It's really on its own. Because everything else sort of, sort of was more on a brighter note, whereas yeah. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, all of that seemed very, like, heavy and somber and not... One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. Additional note, I watched Hustlers last night. Oh, yes, you sure did. And for those of you who don't know, it's about pole dancing, and it has J-Lo and Lizzo and a bunch of other stars, Kiki Palmer in it. It's really good. Yeah. And directly after that, I was like, okay, now I really got to learn how to pole dance because there are two songs specifically that I want to learn how to pole dance to. And they are? Fine by Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Lie. Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Those mm-hmm. two. Really want to do that. I feel mm-hmm. like I could. We got to get this like gym thing going and build up some muscles and then destroy everything that we think we know about muscles by doing pole dancing. And then when we get good at it. Also Diamond by Beckyan because. Absolutely. We also could, moved by Taman. We could put together a whole ass playlist. Let's we just, could. Oh my god, that sounds like Let's such a good that. idea. Okay, I'm into that. Anyway. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because... I'm down. It sounds I'm ready. Like I'm ready. Um, so, so, anybody who is an Agase will know or maybe has heard that GOT7's fandom was praised for turning on specific colors on their light sticks um, to support the JYP label mates and other artists at KCON Thailand. So when other artists would come on the stage, instead of just putting their light sticks down, they would change it to the color, the main color for that artist and Mm -hmm. still wave their light sticks. So Mm -hmm. they were all praised for that and, you know, basically ending fan wars for KCON. That's... That's cute, though. That is cute. That's really nice that they did that. Yeah. Because we know, for a fact, being on any type of stan social media, especially when it comes to K-pop, like, it's a fucking war zone. It really is. It's a war zone. You say one thing that somebody takes sideways, and it's game over Mm -hmm. for anybody involved. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they did that and, you know, basically... And we talked about this before. They all know each other. They may not be the bestest of best friends, but they're all cordial as artists with each other, and they know each other, so what is the point of us as fans and, like, different fandoms 
being like that to each other because yeah it's not accomplishing anything that just because you know and I'm a multi so I mean I can't even claim like I mean I would say overall if I had to gun to my head pick one I'm an army yeah I'm just you know that just is what it is yeah but outside of that I am a multi-stand like I like a ton of other groups and it's just crazy if I'm like well I'm an army and you're an XOL so we can't be friends or you're an Agassi so we can't be friends or you know I'm gonna shit on you because you don't like the same thing that I like and it even happens within fandoms like we're in the same fandom and just because I don't like something you like well, it wasn't that the whole conversation that we just had with Boy With Love. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it happens, you know. So, that's why I think from the beginning I kind of lived this, like, multi-stand life where I'm just like, I'm not going to put myself in any one thing. And even if I am a member of that fandom, if I want to talk shit, I'm going to talk shit. Like, you can't stop me. I spend my coin just like you do. So, you're not going to tell me I can't talk shit when, like, we're all putting money in their pockets. Right. I'm gonna. That doesn't mean I love them any less, but I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna talk all the shit I want to talk. And (laughs) who's gonna stop me? No one. Exactly. So I just thought it was really cute, though, that, you know, they kind of did that in support of other people who, some of them weren't even JYP artists, just showing support in general. I think they did that for AB6. Yeah, I know that was one of the groups. Yeah, there was like a bunch of other ones. Arena in red, and I was like, that's so cool. There was like a couple other ones too that they did that for, but I thought that that was really sweet and that was really cool. And I will say, having been to a Got Seven show and like all that stuff, Agassiz are what armies used to be. With how genuine? Mm hmm. Yeah. Agassiz are what armies used to be. Well, and that's what I said. And I'm not saying there aren't any bad apples in that fandom because there's there are in every fandom. But like as a whole, like the feeling that you get, even still on social media and stuff, it's just a lot more inclusive and it's a lot more welcoming. And that's how being an army. That's what it used to feel like. And now being an army does not feel like that anymore. I never run into any issue with a GOT7 fan whatsoever. Like, I've never even seen anything, and not to say that it doesn't happen, because of course it does, but I've never seen anything problematic from any GOT7 fan that I follow, from anything, like, news-wise, where you're constantly hearing about, well, this BTS fan did this, and this TWICE fan did this, and this Blackpink fan did this. I'm literally never hearing anything about Agassiz. And that's part of the reason why I'm so into GOT7 is because I feel like if I were to go to one of their concerts, I would have the most genuine time that I possibly could have. That's also why I said if they come next year and kind of pull the same shit where, like, their tours just lined up, I would go to GOT7 before I went to BTS. Because even though I love BTS and I would love to see them again, I'm going to GOT7 first. Right. No, I I don't even disagree with that. I mean, having been to both, well, I would different. go see GOT7 again. Really? Before I'd go see BTS again. I, it's, yeah. Especially if they start doing that lottery ticket shit. Mm-hmm. So, I I understand. Yeah, and I think, too, it had a lot to do with, um, it had a lot to do with when we went to go, well, fucking both times I went to go see BTS. 
and it was just so like you say hi to somebody because I mean you guys are there for the same thing why not you know talk to the person next to you or you know whatever I'm not saying we have to be best friends and whatever but why not be at least cordial to the person that's next to you and it was kind of like I'm not here for you like I didn't and it's like I'm not saying that you were but I was just trying to be nice and like clearly we're here for the same reason so we obviously have something in common you know that you could at least be nice Mm -hmm. but I didn't have that issue when I went to see GOT7 like everybody was so nice like I mean people who didn't know where they were going because I was one of those people who had no idea where I was going when I got to the venue like a whole entire fucking group of us just grouped up together and we all like held hands and walked with each other through everywhere that's so cute yeah like because we didn't know where we were going we didn't know how to get wherever and like not to no totally to shit on the staff that was like working the event they were bullshit like they were so unhelpful so we were just like all right we'll bet we'll just group up together and everybody will get everyone else where we're going and everything will be fine and i'm saying like there were people that we were sitting so far apart from each other and still like just come with us like here we'll all just walk over here together here we'll go ask we'll find out yeah and went in groups so nobody felt left out nobody felt like they were just floundering there was always someone to be like hey are you okay like do you need something do you need help i'll help you I don't even know what fuck I'm doing, but I'm going to help you anyway. Like, yeah. So it was very much like that with going to a GOT7 show, and it was very like, ew, when you get to a BTS show Which with the fans. so weird, because you know that, like, that's not the message that they want to send out either. Right. So it's like, why are you going to act like that if you know that if they were standing right next to you, you wouldn't be pulling that shit. No. If they were standing there watching you treat another fan of theirs like that, they would be like, the fuck you think you're doing? No. Right. Like, it was very, it's just a very interesting thing. And it's not even, you know, it's not just BTS. It's not just ARMY. Like, I've been to other shows where it's very much been like that. But I can say when... Because, again, and I say this all the time, but I've been a fan of BTS from the beginning, so I remember the humble start that they had, and, you know, fans were nice to each other because we knew we didn't have that support in the industry as far as, like, the fandom. The boys didn't have that type of support in the industry, so, like, it was kind of that situation of, like, we're all we got as far as this goes. Yeah. And... I feel like people are just, like, too big for their britches now, like... Well, do you know why I feel like people feel like that about GOT7 still? Hmm. Because GOT7 gets overlooked by the industry, too. They do. And they've been in it just as long as BTS. They've had a lot of the same struggles that they've had. Mm -hmm. Like, they've been shit on on variety shows, and they've been shit on by award shows. Which is weird, because they come from such a big company, too. But, but, if you think about it, they have three foreign members. That's true. That's a huge reason for it. That's true. So, I don't know. I just, I feel like they're a lot more humble, too. And also the fact that they get a lot of shit from everybody else in the fandom. Like, oh, your group does this? Well, my group does that. And it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it really just doesn't matter at the end of it. But, on a lighter note, the entirety of GOT7 right now has dark hair, and I'm scared. I know! I'm so scared. Please, don't, don't do this. Don't destroy me. I'm not ready. Whatever you're going to do to me, I am not ready. Well... Dig a shallow grave, put me in it, fucking say goodnight. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna bounce out of that right now. It's happening, so... 
I'm not just ready. get ready. I'm just not ready. Get ready. I'm not ready. They all look so good too. And did you see JB has short hair again? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. He has like, um, God, what is it? What was that video? I think it was Hard Carry. Yeah, he had short hair and Hard Carry. Is it the same haircut? Yes. Because I saw whoever. There's like one main Got Seven account that I follow on Instagram. But lately, they've been posting a lot of older pictures, so mm-hmm. if I've seen his hair, I don't recall. I posted a thing on Twitter because they were at KCON recently, Yeah. so I'll find it for you, but it looks just the same as it did in a hard carry. Like, when he's got the white background and he's in the plants, Yeah. it, he, it looks like that. Let me find it, because I, I was like very how, excited. I was going to say, I like how my computer just decides when I'm trying to do things that it's just not gonna. It's yeah. just like, you know, I, I know what you're trying to do, but, but no. no. No thanks. No thanks. Oh. <laughs> I'm scrolling through my Twitter and I'm such an asshole because you were talking about Super M earlier and making fun of jumping hardcore. Look, okay, so there's this picture of Kai in a helicopter and I literally, <laughs> I don't remember saying this. I think I was drunk, but I said all this for a song called Jopping. <laughs> I mean, I share that sentiment, so I'm not gonna say anything, but can we talk about how hard Trill went off about that, though? Ah! Oh, I love it. Yes. I love it. Everyone has dark hair. They do, and I'm Everyone. into it. Everyone. I'm so excited. I'm into it. Okay, sorry. What about oh, Trill? No, how she, how hard she went off about dropping. Yeah. I'm still... <laughs> Oh man, when that Our comes girl out, has strong feels about it, and I am not even mad. I'm so excited to see her reaction when it comes out. I really am. I just want her to film herself just <laughs> going off about it. It would make me so happy. Please, Trill, do it. Um, apparently our baby boy Sehun hasn't been feeling well either, and so XLLs have been sending them, sending him their love and making him feel better, hoping that hoping that he feels better. I don't know what's wrong with him, but apparently he's unwell. Aww. So, poor little baby boy, get better. Um, also, apparently, Blackpink's Rosé made everyone in the group ugly cry when she told them that she was proud of them. Oh. <laughs> so there's just a still of them ugly crying. Oh. <laughs> um, Yeah. BTS Jimin is about to make it snow in Seoul in the middle of October. What is that what? about? What does I that don't mean? Know. Are you on all K all K pop? No, I'm on Korea Boo. Korea Boo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well that kinda makes sense. Oh, for his birthday. Excuse me, YouTube, what are you doing? Okay. For his birthday. What a, so what in celebration it, of his upcoming birthday, um, his Chinese fan club, Jimin Bar has planned an extravagant party that will be unforgettable for him and armies. So, I'm scrolling. That's a really good picture of that him. That is such a good picture of him. Him and his Chanel, I swear. I know. He looks so good. So, it's anyways, he likes to he likes snowfall. That's one of like the things that he thinks is the prettiest. So, he likes to watch the snowfall. So, um Jimin Bar is bringing the first snow to a metro area of Gangnam. Um, in the middle of October, so they're gonna get artificial snow to congratulate Jimin on his birthday, and they're gonna make it snow. Ah! Oh, I know, that how is cute. so cute! So, yeah. 
And for any of y'all that don't know, his birthday is October 13th. So if you're anywhere in the area, make sure you go play in the snow for Jamin's birthday. I would. I would also. But I'm poor, so I can't go there. I, <laughs> I was telling my mom yesterday... I said if I had any worse of a mental breakdown, like if something were to happen recently that would just like throw me all the way off, I would book a ticket to Seoul immediately. 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 I would just be like, all right, I guess I'm going. I don't care if I have to stand outside Seoul fucking stadium while they're finishing up the Love Yourself series tour. I would sit out there and I would just listen in and I would cry chair. in my hands the whole entire time. In and a it would be chair. fine. Eating churros. Um, so I've been really on this one-on-one kick for a while. Okay. Like, I just, not that I didn't like one-on-one, I guess I just was like, whatever about them. Like, if a song of theirs came on and I heard it and I liked it, I wouldn't change it. But I never really pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. I've been paying really hard attention to them lately. But they're another one of those groups, much like NCT. They have so many members that I can't be bothered. <laughs> there's just, there's too much to have to figure out there, and I can't. That's understandable. So, but I do, I've been really into their music lately. I've been listening to it, because I don't... Well, BTS doesn't have anything out yet, so there's that. I'm waiting to find out whatever the hell GOT7 is doing. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> um... I'm still way, way, way back on the fence about Super M. Is it even... Well, I mean, I guess it would be kind of comeback season for GOT7 too, because they were last... That was May. Or June. Mm. No, they dropped Spinning Top in May. Yeah, it was like April or May, yeah. Yeah. So, it would... it would They'd be due for one in November or December. Like, about where BTS is headed. Look at that old-ass picture of Jimin. That is so cute. <laughs> oh. You know, had we gone to the same middle school, I would have tried to date him. I also would have. I have, like, such a big thing for nerds. And he <laughs> looks like a nerd in that. I'm sorry. He is, though. He's a cute nerd. Apparently, fake love was censored when it was played on American radio and television. Censored for what? Why. Um, I don't know. Hold on. That's interesting. They don't cuss in that. They sure do not. So apparently fake love is causing some controversy and being censored because... Oh, I should have known. What? So... The word in Korean, nega, you, nega, I, but because of what it kind of sounds like, they just censor it. That's so fucking stupid. And it's like, just Google it friends. It's not that hard to Google something to find out that they're not saying the N-word. Chill. Chill. They're so fucking dumb. But yeah, apparently it was being censored because people could possibly mishear it as the N-word. They're literally speaking an entirely different language. (laughs) Like, they're just gonna throw in the N-word in the middle of a bunch of other Korean words. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Yo, so, Twitter user Ari, or at Superior Kims, 
goes. You can hear me slightly crying in this, but look how bad this sounds. They literally just censored out all of Sugar's rap in Fake Love, and my mom practically gave me a lesson on that they need to censor it, and I'm pressed. And then she, like, included a video of the actual, like, censored version of the song. Hold on, I need to listen to this. Okay. I hope it plays. Let me pause it, just in case it decides to be loud enough. I hope it plays because there was another song that BTS had that they changed the lyrics of for the fact that it was coming like going to be played on American radio and they changed the lyrics of it because they didn't want it to right sound like that's what they were saying even though obviously it's not hold on is my sound even up is my volume even up probably not because our lives a mess <laughs> I gotta play that one more time. What? Why even play the song then? What Honestly. The fuck? How are you gonna do Honestly. that to my baby? How are you gonna do that to him? That's like when, what's that one local radio station here where they're like, all the hits without the rap, and they stay playing songs that have, like, huge-ass chunks of rap in it and just cut it out? What? I swear. I don't listen to the radio, so I wouldn't... I don't either, but, like, in the salon, because, you know, I can't just have headphones in or whatever. Yeah. So, like, it would just be on some soccer mom station, and I can't remember what radio station it is. But they would be like, oh, yeah, all the hits without the rap and stay playing, like, Katy Perry songs with, like, whole-ass rap verses in it (laughs) and just cut that verse out. (laughs) And it was so weird. You want to know how weird it was? So I used to cut this little boy's hair. um, And I know he was born here, and I think his dad was born here, but I think his mom and, like, the rest of his family are all from China. Okay. And so... His cousin came to visit him one time. His cousin, who does not speak a single word of English, only speaks Chinese. So we're sitting there, and um, oh shit, I remember what's that Katy Perry and Juicy J song. You know what I'm talking about, though. Is it? Is it Dark Horse? Uh, Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So that song comes on, and like you know, he's still sitting there, just kind of looking around, watching what everybody's doing. And, like, singing along a little bit, and the boy whose hair I cut was like, oh, yeah, like, my cousin, he doesn't, like, speak English, but, like, he knows songs and stuff, because, like, you know, they get English music over there, and I was like, oh, okay. So he's singing, and then they get to the Juicy J part, and obviously this radio station isn't gonna play it. Little Homeboy rapped the entire verse, word for word, like, you wouldn't even have known that he didn't speak English, because he didn't even do it with an accent. Like, oh, my God. Rapped it word for word. And everybody stopped what they were doing. <laughs> like, what? That is the cutest <laughs> shit ever. So, it's just weird. For, Especially, like you said, they're speaking a whole different language. Why? Like, I... I'm so confused. I'm so confused and annoyed. Like, that was mad annoying. Thank you, Superior Kims, for putting that out there though yeah because that doesn't happen everywhere like i hear fake love on the radio here and they 
don't censor no. it or not that I've noticed, but I probably if I do ever listen to the radio and I hear it come on, I'm going to listen now. Yeah. But I've heard it on the radio here before and I don't think that it's been censored like that, but that's nuts that like they're doing that places. When clearly they're not saying the n-word, they're saying a word in their own language. That doesn't even have a connotation of being no. racist at all. No. <sighs> That's insane. I just need a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. <sighs> but that goes... I, honestly, it goes back to like our own home country being complete fucking assholes about censoring. Because like, how are you going to play an Eminem song on the radio? Genuinely, in its entirety, how are you gonna do that? You have to censor half of that shit, if, if not more. Right. So why are you gonna do it? Lil Wayne, the same way. Why are you gonna do it? Keep it off the fucking radio. Or, just leave it uncensored. But little soccer moms wanna be big ba- babies. Like, I- are you kidding me? I was singing the worst shit when I was a baby. Even yeah. nowadays, I'm like, I don't- I don't really know- I don't really know how I knew all the words to this song from when I was young because that was probably not something that I should have been listening to, but I didn't know what it meant. Right. So it didn't matter. And then when I got older, I was like, oh. You're like, who let me do this? Candy shop makes sense now. That's a perfect one. Yeah. The shit they used to play at my school dances, are you kidding me? Listen. Ugh. When I was old enough to understand what it was, didn't understand what it was, just got down on the dance floor in the cafeteria, and then fucking, like, three years later, listened to it again and was like, bet, I remember, oh. There are songs I hear to this day that I fully remember them being played at, like, middle school dances or, like, the all-night skate or whatever. Yeah. And hearing them now as an adult and being like, who the fuck was in charge of that? Who thought that that was okay for 12-year-olds to be, like, all up on each other, too? What was going on? The early 2000s was a hell of a time. It really was. basically all that means. We just need to go back to it. Do we? Yeah. No, not back to it. I just mean, like, you know. I mean, I'm also cringing at how questionable my fashion choices were back then. I so. wasn't saying fashion. I was saying I'm that saying fashion. We just need to chill on the whole like this needs to be censored 24 fucking 7 kind of thing. I mean, that I feel, yeah, that's stupid. But anyway, um there was something else that I was going to tell you. There was a thing. It seemed really important at the time before I got here and uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. I still haven't told you about my Hobie dream, did I? No, you said it was very wholesome, but that was about it. It was. So I finally had a BTS dream. Haha, <laughs> fuck Lacey. Because what? all she does is have BTS dreams, and, and I don't. And and it's still happening, so. Yeah, I know. But I finally got to have one. And instead of being less than... Instead of censoring my dreams, because I don't have to, mine are wholesome... It was weird. Honestly, Caitlin gave me, like, this really good explanation, and now I'm solidly convinced this is what it is, even though it's gonna sound like some tin hat foil bullshit. Um, so in my dream, we were in Chicago, but instead of being side stage like we were, we were still nosebleeds, but at the very back. So, like, facing the stage. Yeah. And I couldn't come join you guys because me, myself, as I am now was there so like i had blonde hair and my glasses that were red um and i didn't look like i did that day but 
the self that I was was the self from that day, if that makes any sense. Sort of, yes. Like, I saw me presently, so I couldn't come sit with you okay. because I wasn't that person. Right. So... I was like, okay, bet, let me just, I can't go over there, and I can't sit with them, and I don't know what else to do, and I'm here, and I don't know why I'm here, so I'm just gonna wander around and see what else there is to do. And I didn't know this was a dream, right? Like, it wasn't one of those lucid dreams where I could control what was happening or anything, mm. but for some reason, my body took me to, you know how they had, like, seats behind the stage, but they didn't fill them? Right. It took me to a really high area, kind of like that, where I could still see the main stage that they would go out on. And so I was just chilling up there, and then this really nice old black lady that was a security guard came and found me and was like, what are you doing up here? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. And she was like, what do you mean? This is this is a concert. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she's like, do you know who they are? And I was like, yeah, I know who they are. Do you know who they are? And she was like, no, but I think they're very nice. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. And we just started chatting a little bit about Chicago because she was from there. And I was like, oh my God, I love your city. I would move here if it wasn't so cold. It's my first time here. It's so pretty. And she was like, do you want to see something cool? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to see something cool. Show me something cool. So she just brought me straight down, like from where we were straight down. So we like could still- Like elevator style? Kind of, I okay. guess. So we could still see everything, but now I was on the ground. And instead of being in the crowd, I was kind of backstage, but not, like, backstage, backstage. Like, not where anybody would come out, really. Right. It was a weird vantage point. I don't know what to say. They hadn't started the show yet, but instead of starting with Dionys Dionysus, they started with Anpan Man. So they were, like, setting up the inflatables for that, and the boys weren't out yet. Okay. And we were standing there talking, and then I heard, I heard a door open behind me, but I didn't turn to look, and then June walked past me, and then Jimin walked past me, and in my head, I was like, be calm. Be calm. This is fine. You don't exist right now. It's fine. Be calm. And then I felt a hand on my shoulder. And so I turned, and Hobie just looked at me, and he was like, soft. Because apparently I was wearing like this like fuzzy North Face, which I wasn't wearing that night, so no, I don't know where not. I got it. But it was really cold. I remember it feeling really cold and like standing there and shivering, mm. even more so than that night. Right. And so he touched my shoulder and was like, soft. And I was like, hi, yeah, soft, hello, what are you doing? And he didn't like go join them, but he stood next to me and he said nervous and I looked at him and I said well and he was like oh and I was like what I don't what 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 did I do and he was just like you know and I was like no no I only know a little bit tiny yeah. bit not anywhere near enough to communicate with you but we were standing there talking and then I guess I like looked really cold or something because he grabbed both of my arms and then like rubbed them really violently and said cold go inside and then Jimin called him and so he was just like I have to go and just walked away and I was like ah, my heart that was so cute and then I that woke up cute. and immediately was like I had a dream about Hobie that's really cute <laughs> I got so excited about it I was like I have to tell Lacey that I finally had a BTS dream because I never get to that's cute I know I have another cute thing what? So, apparently, NCT's Mark is a total fanboy of Super M, even though he's a part of it. What? Yeah, so, what? 
so he like made some comment about how sometimes like they're in the practice room and he just looks up and realizes like he's dancing next to people that he's always had as idols and it's like a little bit jarring for him to look up and see his idols practicing with him <sighs> and he's the biggest fanboy right now my heart that's and I, so I cute. love it i love it see even if they suck like i love them together yeah they're really cute together they are that's why I want them to be good so bad. I want it so bad. I do. I really want it so bad. I like the caption, though. Mark is the most successful fanboy of his own Avengers group, Superham. Successful fanboy. No, Stop I just like the successful the fanboy. That's really cute. That is really cute. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't tell you why Caitlin thinks this is a whole conspiracy. Oh, yeah. So... She specifically said, and I don't have my phone, so she's going to yell at me if I get this wrong, but <laughs> she specifically said that because it wasn't a lucid dream where I could control things that were happening to me, but I could still feel and smell, like, the way I described the way he smelled was kind of like strawberry lip balm, mm -hmm. but with, like, a really expensive cologne on top of that. Okay. So, like, sweet, but also that spice, kind of, but it wasn't anything that I've really smelled before, and the closest thing that I could get to it would be a strawberry lip balm and like aqua de jour because that's my favorite scent mm. and it honestly smelled like something I've smelled before in that kind of area but probably wasn't that one specifically yeah and she was like our brains can't render smell and touch and taste and stuff like that when we're asleep and we're unconscious so I think that we go to an alternate universe where that actually happened and I'm excited for you. And I was like, thank you. That is exciting. Alternate universe me was living her best life and I'm pissed. I want to kill this universe me and just go be that one. Are you okay? Yeah. I, there's a girl in Busan who was attacked by some of her classmates. What? And like brutally beaten. For what? Just, they were just bullying her apparently. Are you serious? This, yeah. Is that the video? Yeah. That's really blurry. Why does it look like it's at night? It does look like it's at night. I don't know. Hold on. I have to go back up because you have to see how they left her. <gasps> no. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's 14. Is she okay? Yeah, she's okay now. But. Jesus Christ. Apparently, like, the kid that did it was bragging about it and said that it was just the student that got beaten and herself which was a lie because if you saw in that video there was like four of them yeah yeah that's um, crazy the transcription of the text messages is really weird it's because i think they did it like really really um literally literally yeah but you can see the kiki, like you can yeah. see the LOL in it. Yeah. So I don't know why anybody would be laughing about it, but oh my gosh, people are crazy. Attempted murder. Wow. That's nuts. They didn't scribble out her name there, though. No, they so didn't. You can see who that is. Someone Jesus. named Jung Yumi. Okay. 
Oh, this was like way back in 2017. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is it news again? I don't know. Oh, maybe they were just updating on the actual like victim of the crime and saying that she was okay. All right. That's sad. That's crazy. Anyway, there's that. I don't really have any news today, honestly. Like, nothing's been going on because everyone's gearing up for their comebacks and stuff. There's literally nothing going on. Yeah, we've got Monster X coming back this month mm-hmm. in October. Um, so we've got Monster X, ATs, or ATs, or whatever. Yeah, ATs, BTS, AB6. AB6. Well, we don't know BTS's official comeback date yet. We don't know the date, but they supposedly are coming back sometime in October. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yoon's is supposed to be leading this one with Shadow. I'm so ready. I'm not. <laughs> I'm so ready. I am not. I'm ready. <laughs> I hope that they give us another dark concept. Concept, Like, I really do. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, as much as I liked Persona and, like, it was that bright spot we needed after all of the, like, Boy Meets Evil and all that stuff, I really enjoy emo BTS. Yeah, I'm ready to get punched in the face again. Yeah, I'm ready to feel feelings, so. I want you to rip my whole heart out, please. So, I really enjoy that. So, yeah, there's, yeah, there's just so much happening right now, especially it's comeback season, it's about to be, at least over there, award season and stuff like that, so I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready for things to happen, so we have things to talk about. Me too. Yeah. Because, even with, like, fix and stuff. Well, I told you, I said in the last podcast, I haven't been reading anything new. Well, I tried. I'm not even gonna say that I haven't been. I tried and I keep just finding, like, really weird like, garbagey fix. <laughs> I'm like, well, and it's like the the description tricks me mm-hmm. where I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be good and it's like a ship. It's a pairing that I'm really into already, so, like, this'll be great, and then it's very poorly written with like mad grammatical errors that just distract me from the entire story Mm -hmm. and like I'm guilty of that because yo I finally posted chapter 10 of red light special and that bitch is rife with spelling and grammatical errors really oh my god (laughs) oh my god like I was reading through and I was like what the fuck I really thought that I went back and read this and like corrected everything that was wrong I read it over twice nope huh so, I mean, eventually I'll probably go back and fix it, but knowing my lazy ass, I just won't. Um, it's fine. People are going to read it anyway, I think. But, um, yeah, it's it's not even the way, like, the most common grammat- or spelling error in mine was Jimin's name. For some reason, like, my shift key was sticking, so it would capitalize the J and the I, and then the rest of it would be lowercase. Your phone does that, too, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's that. Um, but other than that, it wasn't too bad. But, no, I was just finding stuff that it was so poorly written that anything that it could have been, it just takes you right out of it. Yeah. I, I can't overlook things like that. So, I did go back, though, because I talked about how, because I was trying to finish my chapter that I had just been reading things that I've already read just mm-hmm. to kind of give my brain a rest. Yeah. And I told you that I hadn't actually read Time Six. Oh. But then I went back and read it. 
We're going to talk about times six. We are going to talk, well, a little bit, kind of. Not really, sort of. Anyway, so I went back to read that, but there's that prequel at the end of all of it. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who hasn't read it, who thinks they might read it, you have to read Times Six first because if you go and try to read the prequel, there's like a ton of spoilers mm-hmm. for the actual story and also parts of it won't make sense. Yeah. So I'm only reading the prequel because the way that Times Six ended, I was like, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> That's how you're going to end this? Like, that's okay, I guess. So now I have to read the prequel to figure out how the fuck we got here, because this escalated very quickly. It escalated so quickly. The prequel, not so much. It's going a little slow. Like, things have happened, but it's taken, like, three whole chapters to get there, almost four so, but it is a lot of, like, setup for things that it explains a lot of stuff that happened in the story that, like, might not have made sense in that context will make sense if you read the prequel. Right. But, yeah, like, oh, oh, that ended on a weird note. <laughs> I wasn't mad at it. I was just like, oh. It's been a hot minute since I've read Time Six. Like, I reread it honestly a few months ago but I've also read a lot between now and then yeah so and I'm also I think I'm reading things that I've already read because I'm waiting for other stuff that I'm still in the process of reading to update yeah and I mean I know how it is so I'm not saying hurry up but like I'm not not saying it (laughs) (laughs) we should be getting a new chapter of whisper soon this yes i am very excited about that i have like so many other things that are just in progress that i'm like i try not to read in progress fix that look like they haven't been updated in too long just because i want to wait until it's finished so i'll bookmark it yeah but i won't go and read it because then it'll piss me off and i'll just forget about wherever i was and have to reread the whole thing when it updates anyway yeah but i save them I mean, that's probably a smart idea, and I should do that, but I have so little time to sit down and just, like, focus on doing something like that that I have to do it when I get a chance. So if I have to wait for it to update, then I just will, but, like, ugh. Yeah, I get that. I really do. It's annoying. I don't have any either, I don't think. I mean, I've been reading a lot of, um... June X Yoongi fix lately and I don't know what that is. I don't know why I'm really into Namji lately, but I mean... Why not? That's literally all I've been reading. That and then like, G-Cook and I don't know. It feels weird. Does it? Yeah. Why? Because normally I'll get stuck on one, like one pairing, and I'll have to read like three or four of them, Mm. and then I start to miss everyone else, so I have to rotate it. And I've kind of going into the same pit that I always go into with my fallbacks, which is usually G-Cook. So I'm like, okay, I'm tired of reading about Jimin and Jungkook fucking each other. Like, time to go to something else. I mean, I feel. Then I have to go out of the woodwork and be like, Jin? Jin? It's still weird to me. It's still weird. Eh, It's okay. It's still weird. But whatever. There are some of his I've read that are really good, though. 
I mean, same, but it's still weird. Like, initially, I'm always just like, eh, I yeah. guess I'll read it and see what happens, but uh, I, I don't I'll like it. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything. I mean, it's just been a slow week in general, as far as, like, all of our interests are concerned. For both of us? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. That's okay. That's okay. October will be here next week. And we'll have all the things to talk about for quite a while. <laughs> mm. I can't believe we're gonna have a listening party for Super M and I have to wait. I mean, you don't have to. I should, though. It's up to you. No, I should. To make it better, I should. But you do know that if this sucks, we're gonna fucking destroy it and we it would are be gonna awful. flame this shit. It would be so <laughs> bad. <laughs> it would be so bad just after Ev just pause in the middle of a song like, bitch, what? <laughs> Wait a second, what did you just do? That's oh, why shit. I wanna do it. This, this is gonna, gonna be, be so bad. It's gonna be great. October shows are gonna be really cool because we have that. And then I'm sure maybe we'll do something similar for another group, whoever's having a comeback. A lot of people are having comebacks. Yeah. So we've got that. But we also have our guests coming. Yeah. October's going to be good. October is going to be good. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm ready. I'm not, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll get there. It's going to happen one way or the other. We'll get there. Well, anyways, with all that said, I think we've run out of things to talk about. For I this believe episode. So. Yeah, I think we have as well. So, we'll just, you know, wow. let you guys off the hook for this week. We finished like a whole 45 minutes ahead of schedule. That happens when there's legit nothing to talk about. That's very true. <laughs> anyway, so, on that Bob Shell, friends, we're just gonna go. Bye! Bye! Now I go sheep with a good airplane. Oh,